Let's get matching. What should you do this weekend based on where you are in your cycle? Hello and welcome to Hormone Bestie. I am Erin, your host and your Hormone Bestie, and I'm so thankful to have you here today and to have you listening. As a gentle reminder, these podcasts are for educational purposes only and are not meant to be used for personalized guidance or advice. Have you ever heard about matching your projects and activities to where you are in your cycle? There has been quite a bit of controversy over living your life according to your cycle, and I get it. And this is a topic that we are going to be getting into a little bit more during this season. And I'm so excited because we also have some other professionals who are going to come in and talk to us more about this sort of thing, especially things like matching our exercise to our cycle. You know, because really what the research says is that all of these things need to be personalized, which is always my suggestion for people. Personalization is what matters because what works for one person might not work for another. We all go through similar hormonal shifts based on where we are in our cycles, though for some they may be more pronounced or may not be happening how they're supposed to. We might still feel differently at different times, have more energy, feel more creative at different times, or feel more laid back and relaxed, you guessed it, at different times, which is why it's so important to reflect on your own personal cycle, pay attention to patterns that you may notice, and then think about how you can personally honor the different shifts in your mood, energy, creativity, excitement, and passion that you may experience. I've seen so many different things on social media from you should eat a certain number of calories based on where you are in your cycle to you should only do certain types of exercise on your cycle or you really should only eat specific foods during each phase. And I do just want to say real quick that I'm not down with that. That's never been what I promote. I do think we need to be able to tune into our bodies and understand and accept that when we are having hormonal shifts literally every single day, it makes sense that we may feel different at different times of our cycle. But then in response to how we feel, maybe we make shifts in what we're doing. It's not that you can only participate in certain activities or eat certain foods because you're on your period. That doesn't really track for me. But I do believe in honoring how we are feeling and responding to that appropriately. So today we're just going to talk about, you know, some different common mood and energy shifts that occur during each phase, and then you can assess and possibly apply these things to your cycle. And as we move forward, I'm going to be referring to this as hormone harmonization, the idea that we can find balance in our activities, exercise, food, and yes, cycle, so that we can feel energized, supported, and nourished while creating harmony within our hormone fluctuations. And remember that each of us is different. So take what works for you and leave what doesn't. But today we're going to have a little fun with this and talk about how to match your weekend activities to your cycle. Because if you're anything like me, you like to plan and chances are it might help to plan with your cycle sometimes instead of working against it or completely ignoring it. So how do we do this? Now, again, This is all coming from a fun spirit as we start to really dig deep in how we're feeling and how our body is responding to different phases of our cycle. I think it's important that we have fun with it and that we make the most out of it. And you just might find that honoring your body, your energy, and your emotions feels really aligned in this way. While you may not want to match your exercise to your cycle, maybe this is just a fun way to kind of pay attention to your cycle too. But first, Of course, we need to figure out where you are in your cycle. Remember, menstruation, which is your period, comes first. The follicular phase starts at the beginning of your period, day one of your cycle, and continues until ovulation. 
Ovulation is the 24 hours that your ovaries drop an egg. And after ovulation, we have the luteal phase, which continues up until the start of the next cycle. And friendly reminder that your generic period tracking app doesn't actually know if and when you are ovulating. It's all a guess, which is why I encourage you using basal body temperature and other tracking methods to help confirm ovulation. Okay, now that we are all on the same page, let's start with menstruation. Now, this can typically go a few different ways. Again, this is where personalization and figuring out what works for you is so important. Some people might feel generally more tired on your periods. Okay, cool. That's pretty normal. Some people might feel horrible, be in pain, and so uncomfortable with crazy heavy bleeding for a week. Not so cool and not so normal. And if this is you, let's talk. Some people will actually feel better on their period. The first day or so might not feel great, but then they might start to get some of their energy back and start enjoying things like physical activity so much more. This generally happens when someone has put in a lot of work into their hormone health and it pays off with having a period that doesn't suck among other benefits. But what should you be doing with your life at this time? Great question. When it comes to this time, I want you to first think about how you're feeling. If you are someone who does generally feel more tired, listen to that, honor that. Maybe continue to take it easy this week. If you are someone who feels like they have more energy once their period starts, let's take full advantage of it. You don't need to go crazy here, but definitely start incorporating some activities and projects that maybe include other people. You don't need to have the whole neighborhood over, but a small dinner situation could be fun or maybe a group hike because yes, you can hike on your period or a yoga class. Call me because I am definitely in. On the weekend, if you have your period and you feel up to it, let's get together with a couple girlfriends or just people who in general will understand that you're on your period. And maybe you want to be near a bathroom regardless of what activities you're doing. Now, I know you may feel like you just want to sit there all day long. But if you're dealing with some cramping, that may not actually be the best idea. So let's find an activity that includes moving around because this can actually really help how you're feeling with PMS and on your period. Maybe a picnic at the park with a little walk, as long as the bathrooms are open. Maybe a walk to a new coffee shop. And remember, if we are doing caffeine, we are not doing it on an empty stomach. Or maybe this is when you decide to clean out your garage and refurbish that dresser you've been holding on to and moving to three different houses and apartments because you are for sure going to make it super cute and trendy. This is the perfect time to do that. You get to be a bit active, but you also don't have to go far. Maybe you turn on some tunes and jam out while you do it. Maybe you take a nap while the paint is drying. You got options. Long story short, please don't just sit there in misery. Next, we transition into more of our follicular phase. There are reasons to love each phase, but I am a particular fan of this one. Many people maybe feel more energetic at this time. The other thing that really starts to happen is that your body is ramping up for ovulation. Your body is really starting to feel itself, and we love this for you. If you have watched Schitt's Creek, then I would say we are really vibing Alexis in this phase. Like this is 100% the journey for you, and you are exactly where you are meant to be. Maybe you even go to a party in a field and kiss some shirtless dude manning the grill. I don't know. It's up to you. But either way, let's put that energy to good use. Weekends in the follicular phase are meant for things like running a 5k just for the free t-shirt, coming up with a new side hustle or business ideas, starting that Etsy shop you've been meaning to put up, calling old friends and laughing on the phone for hours. Maybe you hit up a local comedy club. Just be careful about sitting in the front if you don't want to get picked up or you go dancing. I could really stand to go dancing. 
Spending time with friends, just enjoying yourself and making sure that you find time to connect with others is what this phase is really all about. All right, love, let's move on to ovulation, the phase that never stays long enough. You might be really feeling yourself and your confidence may be at an all-time high. So I say, this is where you put yourself out there. Maybe you ask out that cutie you've been eyeing. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. Maybe you go on a crazy roller coaster. Maybe you go roller skating with a group of friends or on a date because you feel on top of the world. The opportunities are endless. What I would definitely suggest is that you take this time to let your outgoing self just fly. If you feel great in your skin and just feel yourself, this is beautiful and amazing. And yes, I want you to always feel like that. But I think for some people, those emotions really do shine through at this time. When our phases are described as seasons of the year, ovulation is generally described as summer because it's thought to have this boundless energy and increased confidence that may accompany it. All right, y'all, let's get into our luteal phase. If the follicular phase is Alexis from Schitt's Creek, then the luteal phase is David. Please stay away unless you're going to tell me something that will change my life for the better. This is when you might just want to be introspective and go inward a little bit. And you know that I love some inward time. It's so incredibly important to take time to reflect, think about life, think about yourself, your relationships, and just have time to be discerning about exactly what you need and want. And while you can do this at literally any time of your cycle that you want, it may just come more naturally during your luteal phase if you feel a little more quiet and at peace just being yourself. But there are many ways to go about this reflective, introspective, and discerning time. So let's get into some weekend activities that fit this mold perfectly. Starting with a drive or hitting the mountains, especially when you have some gorgeous scenery around you, maybe the landscape is looking particularly beautiful. Nothing makes me feel more at peace and able to really dig deep into what's going on with me than taking a drive and seeing something majestic. You can do this by yourself or go with someone that you love and feel comfortable with. Sometimes it's easier to enjoy the view if someone else is driving, but you also want to make sure that you have the space to be quiet if that's what you need. The biggest lesson I think we can learn from our luteal phase is that not every silence needs to be filled. Your weekend could also be used for checking out a new coffee shop nearby, or maybe you combine the first two things and just take a drive to a new town that's close by and check out a new coffee shop there. It seems that whatever phase you're in, coffee can always be a good idea. Bring a journal or a good book so that you can maybe get a little lost in this new world. Speaking of a good book, maybe you just get a glass of wine, light some candles, take a bubble bath, and actually open that book you've been eyeing since last year. Think of this as the time to date yourself. Go to a movie or rent a movie you've been dying to see and cuddle up with your pup in the fluffiest, softest blanket you could possibly find. Go check out a cute antique store and then take yourself to dinner. Being alone isn't lame or sad, it's a power move, and sometimes the move that makes the most sense. Even if you are in a committed relationship and live with your partner, It's truly okay to take time for yourself. In fact, I'm pretty sure that that is encouraged. Ultimately, and I will say this 100 times and 100 times more, until I'm blue in the face, you have to do what feels good to you regardless of where you are in your cycle. For example, if you want to run a 5K during your luteal phase, that sounds fantastic. I'm in no way saying you shouldn't do exactly what you want when you want. I'm simply offering some fun ideas that may feel more in tune with what you and your body are experiencing together. And if nothing else, sometimes it's just fun to have a plan and make it all about you. It's not selfish. You're literally doing everyone else a favor by just making the plans. If they want it to be about them, they can plan the next outing. So what's the benefit of hormone harmonization? It may feel good. And do we really need more of a benefit than that? 
Look, what I do know is that tracking your cycle, paying attention to how you feel, learning your body, and actually understanding what's happening with your menstrual cycle can only do good things for us. If being aware of how you feel, honoring those feelings, and making a weekend plan based on your cycle is bad, then Santa, you better put coal in my stocking because this girl doesn't want to be good. We could all have a little more fun and pay a little more attention to our bodies. And if doing this helps you accomplish that in a way that just feels fun for you, I'm all for it. So this week, I am wishing you a beautiful outing that fulfills every little wish and desire in your heart right now. And that lining it up with your cycle only helps to fill your cup even more. Sending lots of love. Happy hormones.